Soul Recovery is not just this podcast. It is a community. And each month on the first Monday, we get together on Zoom to support each other. I give a topic, then we break into small groups. It's a powerful way to be seen and witnessed and heard and supported through your own soul recovery journey. This is free to attend and open to everyone. Go to the website to register. The next one is May 6th from 6 to 7 p.m. Mountain Standard Time. Also, in June on the 8th and 9th is an in-person soul recovery retreat in Lafayette, Colorado. This is going to be a weekend of incredible transformation, learning how to use soul recovery in your life and to leave that weekend transformed. Visit the website for more about what to expect and how to register. Enjoy the episode. My name is Reverend Rachel Harrison, and this is the Recover Your Soul podcast, a spiritual path to a happy and healthy life. I started Recover Your Soul after having profound changes in my life from my recovery of alcoholism, control addiction, and codependency. I was guided to share the tools and principles of spirituality and soul recovery to help others transform their lives as mine was transformed. For us to overcome external circumstances, we must first turn the attention to ourselves, focusing on inner change. Outer positive results in our lives will follow. As a spiritual coach, I can support you on your path to make real changes that will bring you a life of peace, happiness, connection, and abundance. Visit the website recoveryoursoul.net to book coaching sessions, read the blog, listen to some of my original music, and subscribe to receive email updates. I think of Recover Your Soul as a community. Follow us on social media and join the private Facebook group to support each other and connect. For an extra episode each week and to support this podcast, become a Patreon member or subscribe on Apple Podcasts. Together, we can do the work that will recover your soul. Welcome back to Recover Your Soul, and thank you very much for spending your time with me here today. So for this episode, I am going to play a talk that I gave at the Spiritual Center that I've been working at for the last couple years and have been attending for the last 21 years, as most of you know who have been listening to the podcast. And I had the ability to be the minister on Sunday, the 13th of March, and we were going over Brene Brown's book, The Gifts of Imperfection, and it was a 10-week talk series, and my section was on creativity. And I really wanted to share this with you because I think that it's such a fundamental tool and part of soul recovery to really embrace all these aspects of ourself. And I have found Brene Brown to be really elemental in my understanding of myself. So I hope that you'll enjoy this talk. It's my last talk given at this spiritual center as a staff member. It was amazing to have the sanctuary filled with all the people that I loved so much, and I hope that you enjoy it. Oh, look at all these beautiful faces out there. Oh, so special. Thank you all for being here today, not only for being here, but being here for me. I appreciate that. So we are studying The Gifts of Imperfection by Brene Brown, and um, when I found this book on my bookshelf, I still had the little tag from buying it in the bookstore from 2014. So we brought it up before. I think we may have done a book study on it. Does anybody remember if we did a book study on it? Teresa's back there saying yes. I know for me that I have really found that 
I may have paid attention to something the first time, and it isn't until it comes back around, till I've had more opportunity in my life to grow, till I've had more depth of learning that something really comes in and hits me like here. And this really hit me like that. Because she's inviting us to let go of who you think you're supposed to be, who you think you're supposed to be, and embrace who you are. And she came with this from shame, right? She came with this by being a researcher and sort of studying these things about us that are these unique pieces of us that are our, our shadows. What an incredible song. Perfect for today. It's always amazing how it works out to be perfect. We are the shadow and the light. And we get caught up in the shadow. And so she's using the 10 guideposts of how to have a wholehearted life. And most of us would love to live a wholehearted life. And many of us are better at some of the guideposts and not as good at some of the guideposts. And before Sue brought this book up to be a talk series, I was at the gym for like the one time a month that I go to the gym. I have the membership. I have the membership. I don't go. Anyway, I'm at the gym and I decide to listen to a podcast. And so I pull up a podcast and it's Brene Brown talking about the 10 year anniversary of this book with her sisters. And they were so honest and they were so genuine and they were just sharing of themselves and they were talking about how we're not perfect at all these 10 things and the things that they're better at and not as good at. And she has on her website, you can go and actually take a little guidepost test and see, she calls it how full is your tank. So it's not necessarily that you're good or successful. It's like, is your tank full on this? Is it medium? Is it, is it low? So I suggest that you do that. So can I have the guidepost, Lisa? So these are the 10 guideposts, and we are in week six. And what I love about this graphic is that it shows the guideposts that we're working towards, and it shows the things that we're letting go of. So today, we are working on creativity and letting go of comparison. Ooh, I don't know about you, but I compare myself to other people. Comparison and competition. Comparison and competition. And she starts the chapter really talking about when she was a kid and that unbridled energy we have as children to have creativity. Because no one has told us yet that you can't be a little toddler who's seen the TikTok videos. There's a million of them of those little babies just dancing their ass off, right? So cute. How many of us, if I said, stand up and dance right now, would just dance with wild abandon? I might. <laughs> but when we are little, you know, we color and we dance and we sing. And it isn't until somebody looks at your picture and says, what is that? Oh, that doesn't look like an elephant to me. Oh, your voice isn't very good. Oh, you look funny. That outfit, you left the house in that outfit? Who remembers middle school? Oh my God, you thought you looked so good. And then you walked into the cafeteria, didn't feel so much. We get broken down, our whole childhood is about that the first 20 years of our life is really about this conforming. 
learning how to conform. And then we spend the whole rest of our life trying to break away from that the entire rest of our life. It doesn't end until the day we die. And then the day we die, we go, oh, there it is. Someone just recently told me a story. Actually, it just came to me when I did that about her husband passing. And right before he passed, he looked up and he said, oh, there it is. How beautiful is that? So I love that Brene like brings this authenticity, this vulnerability in because we're not really rewarded for that when we're younger. And so it's actually new, I think. I think there's a real movement that's happening in the world to be more of the light, to not conform. It's not the 50s. We don't all have to look the same. And then we had the, the hippie generation in which my mom was in, running topless in that field. Someone told me a story. Oh, I remember your mom. She was running topless through a field. She's smiling. My middle name is Little Flower. I was really born a hippie. And then it kind of, you know, there was like this pulling back. But we are in a place now where we are moving forward. And it is obvious, actually, in what's happening with Ukraine. We are not having it. As a society, as a world, I think we're feeling different about it. We see it differently. And we want to be more of a united people. And so when I think of what Brene is offering us, and creativity was my topic, most of us would say, but I'm not creative. Who says they're not creative? There's a few hands up. Who thinks they're wildly creative? Yay! So being raised Buddhist and not being raised Christian, I, I think it's funny that one of the things I thought about was the beginning of the Bible is, in the beginning, God creating the heavens and the earth. And the word that he uses, created. And we think of creativity as coloring. We think of creativity as sewing or beautiful music or creating something that is unique and different. No one's ever done this before. So that is the definition of creativity. I say no. What I want you to hear from me is you are uniquely created by source. You are divinity. You are uniquely your own person, that spirit brought through and to you gifts and values and ideas and sparks and abilities that were given to you. They were given uniquely to each and every one of you, and we dim our light because we compare because we spend so much time comparing and competing. I love that song. There is no good or evil. We are spend so much time saying who's good, who's bad, who's light, who's dark. So the first quote from Brene speaks to this. And it says, it's easy to see how difficult it is to make time for the important things such as creativity, Gratitude, joy, and authenticity when we're spending enormous amounts of energy conforming and competing. 
to me, conforming means that you're going to be less than. Conforming means that you're willing to morph and play small and be whoever someone wants you to be to fit in, to be accepted. And competing means that we're looking for who's better. And I'm going to call myself out. I don't know. Sometimes you're driving around and you see someone's neighborhood and you see someone's yard and you go, that's amazing. Or you go, what were they thinking? <laughs> Usually when people come to ours, it's a little of both. <laughs> we always have something really cool. And then we have something people are like, what are you guys doing over here? But what if we didn't do that? What if, what if we allowed ourselves to be our truest selves? What if we allowed ourselves to be our unique selves, these gifts that were given to us by source? And when I think of creating, so I'm, I'm going to claim myself as an artist because I love to do art. And what I love to do in the art is when I put that ink on the paper, when I put that paint on the paper, when I glue something down, it feels amazing in that moment. There's something that's coming through. When I start writing a song, there's something that comes through that I can feel is in the flow. If I allow it to be in the flow, if I get out of my head about what is someone going to think of this? When I show this to somebody, what are they going to think? If I'm just here right now and I say, when I put that ink or that paint on the paper, how delicious it feels. Like delicious. When you make something, when you create a recipe and you're putting the eggs and the flour and you're mixing it in the bowl, that is creating. When you connect with somebody and, and the right words come through to you that touches their heart, that is creating. When you lead a meeting and you embrace the entire group to be able to speak honestly and opening openly and have sparkly ideas, that's creating. I'm looking at my mom, her house burned down and she had an entire studio filled with art. And before she had the fire, we had talked extensively about what's the purpose of this? What's the point of this thing that we do? And the point is that with the more present we can be, the more attuned we can be with that innate source of spirit that is divinely moving through us and giving us presence and creating an energy that is delicious, the more connected we are to God. And the more we do those things, the more that we're actually opening up to our intuitive nature that is allowing the source that is trying to move and manifest through you to exist. And when we close that off, we're putting up armor. Antonio talked about armor in his song too. And the armor that we put up is because we're afraid of being compared. We're afraid of competing. But we decide if we're going to participate in that or not. And I have such gratitude that for my mom, being in the moment and making those pieces meant so much to her. It wasn't the final product. The final product was really nice. But that's not, that wasn't the reason. 
And so as we move forward in our lives and you think, well, I'm not creative, I really hope that you can think of it differently. I hope that you can close your eyes and know that you were brought here on this earth for a purpose. That you are whole, that you are divine, that you are worthy. And you don't need anyone else to hold up the painting and say, isn't it pretty? Because if you enjoy it while you're doing it, it doesn't matter whether it could be in the Metropolitan Museum or it's going to go in the trash can. You loved it. And when we think about singing or dancing or cooking or talking or sparking ideas. What if that was just for you, knowing that you are enough, that you don't need anybody to approve of anything? And when we look at ourselves in the mirror and we walk out the door, we love who we are. And who gives a shit what anybody else thinks? Seriously. (laughs) What if we all stopped comparing and competing? We wouldn't be in a war. What if we loved each other enough? I loved working at my old job. I worked at a home care agency. And the woman that I worked for, one of my favorite things is when she would stamp the checks, she'd be so excited. Oh, I got enough for the, there's enough for everybody. And they, and she just would be so excited about that there was enough. And she taught me that there was enough business that we didn't have to compete with the other agencies because there was enough for everyone. You know, never need to think to yourself, I can't write a song. Oh, Antonio, I wrote that song. No, no, your song is yours to write. Your story is yours to write. And that's why I'm doing what I'm doing right now. I had no idea what I was doing two years ago when I started my podcast. If I went to comparing, competing, my first podcast that I did, so I'm recovered from alcoholism, and I just celebrated four years sober. And I was given the guidance, the creativity, that creative spark to share my transformation story. Many of you know me very well. I'm an entirely different person than I was, an entirely different person. I'm a different person because I love myself. I can feel my holiness. I can feel my worth, and I don't need to use something to dampen me down or hide from what I was afraid of and the pain that I was feeling. I took responsibility for myself. I did my own work and I have chosen happiness. And the transformation was, was profound for me and the lessons I learned. So I was given this download to share it. And if I had used comparison and competition, my immediate thing would have been like, I don't know what I'm doing. I can't do it. I have, I don't know. But I did a website 
And I researched podcasting and I got out my voice memo on my phone and I recorded my first couple podcasts. If you go back and listen, the first ones are not the quality that they are today, but the heart was there because I was present in that moment of just doing what that creative spark was leading me through instead of saying, I need it to be as good as Brene Brown's podcast, for example. I don't have to compete with that. And over time, this is creativity, right? They say if you do 10,000 hours of anything, you become an expert, and none of us give ourselves 10,000 hours. So just over time, over the last couple years, just one more step, one more step, one more step. And then I became a metaphysical minister. I followed those creative pieces because I allowed myself to be in the flow, And it kept giving me inspirations and the next step and the next step. Because God brought you here to live a full life. And living is not easy. But it is not about suffering and being miserable and thinking that you're less than. If you can remember your wholeness and your connection with spirit, you will open up to that creative drive. And it is uniquely yours. And it is not about anybody else. And so here I am. So a couple years later, the podcast has really increased and become more and more. And I have a whole bunch of clients that are coming in and doing coaching and doing amazing transformations. My focus is in addiction and people around you who are addicted, which if we're honest, everybody's been affected by addiction in some way. And I don't know what's coming next. And that's okay. Because I know that I am being divinely led through this creativity to follow my spark. And I feel supported. And I feel excited. And I feel really scared. Because you can't do anything that is worth doing without having something in you that says, I don't know. But when we step out, when we follow that creative drive, when we work towards the connection with spirit, the divine, the one that we all are, and we know that there is enough for everyone, that we are all parts of lightness and darkness. But we don't have to hide that. And that's what I love about Brene. She allows us to know that our authenticity comes from vulnerability. It comes from a place of allowing ourselves to not have to be something for someone else. To revel in ourselves, to let God have its way with us because we were uniquely brought here to be incredible. So if you say that you're not creative, I disagree. And there's lots of ways to open up to creativity, explore something you don't know yet, listen to podcasts or TED Talks, listen to music that you wouldn't listen to, try recipes that you wouldn't, that you wouldn't normally try, go out and do something that you wouldn't normally do. Open yourself up to that creative energy and know that every time, even when you have a conversation with somebody, you are creating something that didn't exist before. You are the creator of the world. And without you, there's nothing. So to allow that to come into you, into your fullness, and stop playing small. 
Stop comparing. What's my third quote? There's only people who use their creativity and people who don't. We all have it. Unused creativity doesn't just disappear. It lives within us until it's expressed. Neglected to death or suffocated by resentment and fear. We don't want to suffocate ourselves with resentment and fear. We are too fantastic for that. So I invite you to open yourself up to creativity, to be the glorious, manifested people that spirit brought you here to be. I want that for you. Thank you so much. I love you all so much. Thank you for listening, and I hope this episode offered you tools, guidance, and inspiration on your journey to recover your soul. If you'd like some support and encouragement with your soul recovery, book a coaching session with me. When you're ready for change, it's amazing what can be done in just a few sessions. There's never any long-term commitment. This is your personal journey, and I'm just here to be a guide and assist you in connecting with your fullest and happiest self. Visit the website, recoveryoursoul.net, where you can find more about me, Rev. Rachel, book your spiritual coaching sessions, subscribe to receive email updates, and even listen to some of my original music. We thank you for supporting the production of this podcast by donating on the homepage or subscribing on Apple Podcasts or becoming a Patreon member. When you become a member or a subscriber, you're going to receive an extra bonus episode each week, and your support is really appreciated. By following, subscribing, and reviewing this podcast on your favorite platform, you're helping to spread the Recover Your Soul message. We hope that you will follow us on Instagram and Facebook, and even join the private Facebook group to become part of our transformational community. Together, we can do the work that will recover your soul. The Recover Your Soul podcast and its content is for educational purposes only and is not allied or representative of any organizations or religions. It's based on the opinions and experience of Reverend Rachel Harrison. Recover Your Soul claims no responsibility to any persons or entity for any liability, loss, damage, or cause alleged to be caused directly or indirectly as a result of its use. Applications or interpretations of the information represented herein. Take what you need and leave the rest.